Hey, what's going on, everyone? Uh, we have Nick here with me. Uh, we don't have Steven. He's not in today, but there's been a lot that's gone on in our personal lives. It kind of interfered a little bit for all of us to be in one podcast group. Yeah, and I know I know, we're having some technical difficulties with the camera on my end. I'll just do a, a voiceover for today. But <laughs> three balls, two strikes, pressures on. This is where we discuss real estate, property improvement, and business. Together, we'll strategize on how to win. Welcome to the Full Count. And Nick, if you can kind of just update us on what you've been up to as of late. So past couple of months, been traveling a lot. I know I was out there for your wedding, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Back in end of March. March. End of March. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And that was, that was fun. That was a good time. Went to that Vegas. Was a lot of, it was a great time. And we had Steven there too. A small wedding that I had, but yeah, it was, it was a good time having you there and right. getting the group together. Yeah, we do got to post some of the pictures and videos that we took. I think I'm going to do that. I think yeah. I definitely will. Especially the one uh, with the kid, the revolving camera. I'm really glad I got married and, and you know, things have, uh, have, have been good. have been good for me. And I think it definitely mm -hmm. puts me on a path of wanting to excel further in business and real estate. Uh, at least it puts the, you know, the fire under my feet, per se. Yeah, right. Exactly. Now you got a uh, wife you got to take care of and right. <laughs> maybe some right. little ones sometime in the near future, right? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But it was it was a good time. And you said you've been traveling now, right? What's going on with that? Yeah, well, I was out in uh, L.A. for almost three weeks. Well, Southern California, West Coast. Right. We got to go out and see L.A. a bit. And it's definitely a different feel. You know, that it has 100%. that West Coast vibe. Um and different, definitely different type of personality. Uh, didn't you, didn't you share with me the Instagram account of some comedian of some sort? He shows he's like wearing a Yankee hat and then yes. the Dodger hat, and he shows the differences. We should put put that up there as well. I yeah, I think it's uh, Blake Sketch Comedy. Yeah, he uh, he does a lot of impersonations. So he has one where his cousin comes and visits from LA, and you know he has the New York cousin. Right. Um, basically telling the LA cousin, you know, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> what do you say? You want to grab a slice or something? A slice? Like an avocado test? What do you say we hit my favorite lunch spot? Gluten-free, non-GMO, great comfort food. I don't know what the fuck you just said to me. They got burgers there? Veggie burgers? Since when did you start talking like this, by the way? Talking like what? Why does it feel like every person we pass on the street here is looking at me, huh? They're probably wondering if you're a celebrity. Yeah, well, I'm clearly not, so they can go fuck themselves. Mind your business. Thank you very much. I'm walking here. We look at someone twice on the street in New York, and we got a problem. Everyone's too worried about what other people are doing here. <laughs> Welcome to LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the, the people in the East Coast are a bit more um, blunt to the point in a rush. Yeah. Uh, objective more so than people out here in the West Coast, at least for you know, Los Angeles, in my opinion. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. um, but yeah, so I was, I was out there in LA and went to Santa Monica a little bit and then mm -hmm. came back, was back in Boston for about a week and then went down to Florida, um, was there for just about two weeks for another friend's wedding actually, which was nice. A lot and, of weddings this summer. Yeah. Yeah. A number of them. Yeah. Um, and apparently, <laughs> so where I'm, where I grew up, is Port St. Lucie, Florida. And oh. uh, there, there's not, you know, it's not, it's not very big. It's definitely built up a lot since obviously my parents moved down. Um, but 
<laughs> there's not many places to get married there. So majority of my friends have gotten married at this same place, which is called the barn. And it's literally a barn. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but like a nice <laughs> barn though, right? Like a modern barn. I like, I've seen a ton of pictures of barn settings and things like that. Yeah. It's basically, I mean, it's a, it's a huge barn, um, that is more or less cleared out and they just have tables and you get catering that comes in and they have, you know, an area with, for a dance floor. Um, you know, it's nice. Weddings, weddings are a huge expense, by the way. Um, oh, people, people have to save up so much money. You know how people save up money for a down payment on a house or a vehicle being the first thing they probably buy. Weddings mm -hmm. are another level of expense and stress and all that to come with it. So I'm sure your friend and your previous friends that got married at the barn have, you know, in Port St. Lucie have gone through tremendous amount of stress, but once it's over, the experience of that day is amazing, but once it's over, it feels so good. Like all these weights are off your shoulder and then you can focus on building your momentum in your career again and uh, real estate portfolio to say right. the least. Yeah, it's nice. So I was down there for about two weeks. Then I went over to Tampa to see my brother. I uh, was there for about a week. Been looking at actually real estate there, both potentially to buy. And then, you know, if I can't find anything to buy, to rent for now. And right. I mean, just one comment on the rents is they've just skyrocketed. I mean, if you're looking at any city, even down in Florida, there it's comparable to here in Boston. You know, I'm looking at two beds and it's give or take just around 3000 whether I'm here in Boston or if I'm, say, down there in Tampa looking. Yeah. Um, obviously, on the outskirts, you know, it's, a, it's, a little, it's obviously less than that. But if you're looking to be, you know, closer to the city, then it's more or less the same um, nationwide though. I think uh rent has softened a bit, but I don't know mm -hmm. about Tampa market in terms of rent. You're saying it's bit. still increasing or at least leveling off. Um, I think leveling off because I actually just got an email notification from one of the apartment mm -hmm. complexes. I looked at while I was down there and this was at the end of April uh, that they had actually decreased their prices. So there you go, man. That's, that's was, good. It's helping people. Yeah, the average was for this one place at least was just about three thousand, right? And uh, they decreased it to about twenty seven hundred average. Wow! So I mean, that's that's definitely a that's positive. It's a good difference. Exactly, exactly. But I mean, it's nowhere near as cheap as it used to be. <laughs> right. right, but that's just because of the the population dispersing out to other more affordable areas. Uh, of course, not saying Tampa's affordable, but it's uh, slightly more affordable than places like you know, California or New York and things like right. that. What um, is probably more affordable there? Um, I mean, specifically, I've been looking at multifamily places, mainly duplexes to see if Tampa? I can come in Tampa. Yep. Okay. What, what is um, a, what is a, a, like a small multifamily building that you're looking at? Um, what are you seeing? Like the price ranges of something like that? Yeah, I mean, depending on how much work it needs and the area that it's in, I would say I'm seeing like an average of just about 600K. Mm, wow, um, that's pretty good. But I found- That's I mean, actually very good. What am I talking about? Are you serious? It no, it, it, it is, it is. And I mean, that's, that's just the average, right? Obviously, less than that, you're gonna need more renovations. It's in not a great area. You know, well, you might, you might get renters, but it's, it's, it might be in an area where it's uh, a little bit more up and coming and being maybe gentrified. You're, but you're right? talking about Tampa in, in Tampa general, in, right now, right? In general, 
Yeah. So yeah, out I'm here in LA, you're looking at a, a, an okay area, decent, but not phenomenal in terms of location, but okay. You're probably looking at more than double that. Right. Um, so anywhere from 1.3 to even 2 million for oh, a small multifamily. Yeah. I mean, that's run that's down like, to some of them. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, comparing to LA to, you know, places like Tampa, that's just apples to oranges, right? Right, right. So, um, but I mean, they, I, I have seen that the multifamily, there are better deals for multifamilies in Tampa than from where, you know, other places that I have looked. Well, good. Um, so so I've been looking around for that. Looking to, to buy then something. Yeah, yeah, potentially. I mean, ideally, if I could find something in an area, you know, that I would want to live in that's more or less redone for the most part, you know, where I don't have to do too much work, then, uh, you know, that way I can move in sooner rather than later. So, right. but uh, I mean, as of right now, it's looking like um, I'm probably going to end up renting wherever I go, mm -hmm. for, you know, for a little while. Um, yeah, because you just, you just bought something uh, somewhere in Florida not too long ago, right? Beginning of this year. Yeah, yeah. So beginning yeah. of this year, me and my buddy Jared, who we right. had on the podcast, yeah, um, him and I went in partners on a deal in Gainesville. Since he has a, you know, as we spoke about, he has a number of right. short-term and long-term rental properties in mm -hmm. Gainesville, Florida, right where University of Florida is. So we we found a deal where the numbers worked, and um, we ended up going half seas together, and uh, it's doing well. Um, it's uh cost us a little bit more than we expected on the initial investment right so uh, my share of the profits kind of been using being used to pay that off um that, now that, coming out of pocket but yeah that's good uh, though dude i mean the fact that you bought something now you own something and now right. you're renting it and now you're gonna be a renter again but right. you save and then you buy and that's just how it works that's kind of what happened with me here I bought a place in 2021. Uh, I rented it out a few months ago and now I'm just, I'm breaking even and making just a very little bit above mm -hmm. the break even point, but long-term it's good. So renting now, as you can see, I have a new office behind me, um, mm -hmm. a new wall, I mean, so a little bit different than that green wall I had, but a uh, new location. I like it. Um, saving up for my next purchase though. And I'm kind of debating whether it'll be another single family home or it should be a, uh, you know, an actual uh, multifamily building. But if right. it is, it, it might it might be out of uh, California, potentially, if I'm trying to get something sooner than later, just because prices out here are just crazy. Mm -hmm. um, somewhere else, I could probably get a, you know, 30 to 50 percent less. But if I want to really build my wealth in California or at least try to, I'll probably end up buying here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I do like <laughs> you have everything set up. I actually like this room and this background better. You like this better? Room. Yeah, I thought. Oh, I was, good, good to hear. Yeah, I thought I was gonna miss the other background, but I like this better. And obviously, yeah, the other it's, one you know, was better the other one more formal, which is cool. I love the format, yeah. the formal aspect of it, the professionalism. But this is more like more me in a way, right? So I got golf right. behind me, the American flag of pop art with. <laughs> JFK among other uh, Babe Ruth and some other people. I think Jackie Robinson. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, this fits me a little bit better. And I think I got I think you can see Batman behind me too. Um yeah. so it's a pop art with the globe, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. That actually you describing all those items reminds me that we should actually do a podcast around collect collectibles. 
and like valuing of collectibles. Sure. Maybe even have Sonny come on and talk about how he yeah, does. Yeah, my brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. That would be good because I actually have been to a few events and then at my local gym too. I saw mm -hmm. that you have these uh, displays of where you, it's like a raffle, not a raffle, but you put down how much you're willing to buy a specific uh, memorabilia item that's mm -hmm. signed. And then people have a list that go further down the line of who's willing to pay more and more. It's kind of fun and exciting. Yeah. There's so many ways to do it nowadays. I mean, there's, you know, like Sunny. That's the old school way. Uh, yeah, that's the old school way, right? But I mean, now... You know, once you have something graded, for example, if it's a card um, or whatnot, mm -hmm. and then uh, you have uh, box opening revealings, you know, and people buy memberships maybe into that that reveal. So there's, there's a number of ways to kind of monitor. Speaking of that. which, I have a, a, a 9.8 rating on the Spider-Man uh, comic book behind me. Um, oh, really? I, yeah, yeah. So you're right. There People grade them. Um, yeah. The, the, the higher the rating is obviously the better but that also just means you know you can't really touch it or look at it too much it's really right. just there for display and in some in some ways uh, investment purposes yeah but, um, yeah I actually have to get so me and my brother have Mickey Mantle rookie cards so two of them uh, really are they by, do you know how much they were oh so that's what I was just getting to is that uh, I have to get them graded and uh, appraised Wow, so you better go with someone that's super legit, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then um, we also have a Babe Ruth card. It's not a rookie card, um, and it has been touched, you know, so it's not, not extremely new. But have that, and, you know, I need to get that graded as well. So, yeah, that'd be good. Um, but, yeah, Maybe that'll be your down payment for a future real estate investment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Maybe. If I need if it. It's a, if it's a good card. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But we should definitely have Sonny on and talk about that um, for one of the episodes for sure. Yeah. But, hey, I uh, wanted to um, update some people in regards to the real estate market, um, more so for agents that may be watching yeah. or people that might be interested in becoming a realtor. Um, I was at an office meeting with one of my managers um, and he was explaining a quote from a CEO. I think it's called Curator, but um, basically it goes something like um, there's projected to be 4.5 million homes for sale. Uh, sale number of homes in the United States at 4.5 million, which is equivalent to 2012. There was 4.5 million homes that sold, right? But there was 999,000 realtors across the nation in 2012. Now it's jumped 60%. So now there's 100, uh, I'm sorry, not 100, 1.6 million uh, realtors in, in the United States. So that's a lot of people all fighting for a small amount of clients. So the, there's a lot of misery at the hunger games in real estate. So realtors are really suffering right now. So if you see a realtor, go give him a hug because he's probably having a hard time. Uh, I know for me, it's been difficult. Uh, but at the same time, when you provide value to clients, I think they're really able to see that and then utilize you as their, an agent. Yeah. And I know you posted something, I don't know, not too long ago, right? About new real estate agents that came in during COVID thinking it was easy. Right. Um, but you actually have to sometimes get down and grind, you know, to, to make your way. <laughs> right. I mean, I think people in maybe 2020, early 2021 that became agents, they got to see, you know, all the flashy things about being an agent. Maybe they saw the selling sunset shows or other things like that. But 
you know, clients don't come to you necessarily. For the most part, that's just not how it works. You got to go out, hunt and provide the value and things like that. But um, the, one of the posts that I, I think you're referring to, too, was by Tom Ferry. Uh, he said he's a uh, business coach for realtors primarily, but he was saying that already since January till May of 2023, even though we're at the end of June now, um, 60,000 agents have already quit. So that's a good amount. And that kind of, you know, in a way makes me happy because there's less competition. But at the same time, the people that are left over that are realtors, they're the ones that have been in it probably for a while or are really out there providing value to other uh, people buying and selling. Yeah. That, um, <laughs> so when they got in, it was easy, but now, <laughs> now it's hard. Yeah. yeah. It's now, hard now people are really suffering. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel for them, but it is what it is. Uh, did, did you by chance see the last episode that I did? Um, uh, you unfor unfortunately couldn't be on it at that time. Mm -hmm. Neither could Steven, but I, I interviewed the, uh, a city council member in Costa Mesa in Orange County, California. Yeah, yeah. What what part are you what are you referencing there exactly? What I'm referencing is it's so important as a as a resident of whatever community you belong to to really pay attention to local politics because it can really affect your investment, your livelihood, and things like that. So he was talking about homelessness and how Costa Mesa and Newport Beach were able to partner and and help you know um, provide beds for homeless people, essentially. And if there was any beds available, and there's someone out on the street, the people, the police officer, whoever it may be, can send them out to that area to actually sleep in the bed, um, because basically there's no excuses. So that's a good way of, of governing, is what I got to come around to see. What's not good governing is what I saw here in LA. I think you may have uh, heard of Measure ULA that passed April 1st of 2023, if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think we talked about it. Maybe we didn't. Maybe Do you recall? No. Well, remind everybody. Uh, essentially, um, homes in Los Angeles, city of Los Angeles, if, it, if the home is selling for $5 million and above, you're getting uh, or $5 million to $9,999,000. Uh, they're charging 4% tax on top of that sale price. If you're mm -hmm. selling a $10 million home and up, you're getting taxed, I think it's five and a half percent. And the reason why that's such a big deal is a $5 million home that sold prior to April 1st was paying about $28,000 in total to city and state taxes or county taxes. Now people are paying $228,000 uh, if you sell a $5 million home. So the significance is Jeez. about $200,000. It's insane, right? Yeah, that is. Absolutely insane to fight homelessness. And although there's a homeless problem here in L.A., things are just not getting fixed. I feel like, um, in my opinion, a lot of local politicians just want to keep, you know, having money funneled to them to solve the problem. Um, but who knows where that money's really going? Um, so it's it's definitely put a halt in L.A. as of uh, since April. Uh, for April and May of, of this year, there's been zero sales in a zip code that I working in Hollywood Hills, there's been zero sales, 5 million and up. In 2022 of April and 2022 of May, there was uh, three to four uh, in each month. So there's definitely been uh, a scare for a lot of homeowners not wanting to sell. So if you've seen out there, there's uh, people are staying in place because of the mortgage rates are so low. Well, in the city of Los Angeles, if your home is worth 5 million and more, 
those people are wanting to stay in place too. So it's, mm. it's really, really kind of sad what's going on. Uh, but that's why I think it's important to stay involved in local politics and, and really kind of know what's out there because this ordinance passed by 58% of people voted for it without really in some ways understanding what it's really about. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's kind of unfortunate. I mean, I, I was very surprised to be honest at how many more homeless people there were when I was there, you know, this last time for your wedding than right. you know, two years prior. Um, I mean, they're in LA. Yes. But San Diego more so in San Diego. Yeah. It, it, it's insane. Um, how many homeless people, you know, were, were there. And I, I mean, I noticed a significant increase for sure. Right. And, and we all feel bad, right? I mean, there's definitely a, a, a way to help solve this and help people get off the street, but there's, right. there's more complexities to it than what a lot of these, uh, you know, um, people are trying to do a policy that it's clearly not working. So there needs to right. be some other form of, of solving this, but yeah, mm -hmm. it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse, but not only are, are the residents seeing this and having to live with this and their children having to see this, but at the same time, homeowners are having to pay more now, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah. when they sell anyway, so that's just uh, ridiculous. And and for those that are watching that might be in another area where it's not as expensive, $5 million homes uh, for the most part is, is I mean, obviously it's very uh, expensive and those people are semi-wealthy, but it, in the end of the day, it trickles down and, and screws up the market for other people as well. Right. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a, almost a lose, lose situation. Right. But, right. Um, but the, on the good news, that. CPI is coming down. Right. I think yeah. uh, May, 2023 CPI was uh, 4% and the core CPI was 5.3%. Uh, so CPI is coming down. Inflation is coming down. You know, although, you know, that, Slightly. that figure isn't, exactly uh reflecting the reality of you know other goods and items that people have to pay for but at least in the macro terms things are improving a bit yeah do you want to mention anything about uh some of the bank collapses and jp morgan chase's jp morgan uh, chase definitely uh you know bought some of these banks out svb mm -hmm. uh what's the other one uh old republic first republic first republic um, then yeah, it's, further it's back definitely Silicon Silicon Valley Bank. Yeah, it's it's uh, definitely affected the market um, in the economy, but it also kind of you know before I think that was around March and April, right? The mortgage interest rate market, we were floating around seven or higher percent interest rates, but once this happened, it kind of brought mortgage interest rates down a bit, and it's definitely helped the real estate market. So even though there was some bad light to it, there was you know, some light at the end of the tunnel for mortgage interest rates. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where or how much do you see mortgage interest rates being affected by what's been going on now? In terms of inflation coming down and the Fed? The well, Fed. It, it, yeah, inflation coming down, these, you know, bank collapses. Well, it's projected that the mortgage rates, I mean, nobody knows, but it's projected mortgage rates are going to be in the are going to remain at low sixes or very high 5% range, 5.8 and up. So that's good news for people because we were, again, as I was saying earlier, in the 7% range or a little bit higher. So mm. that's good. I mean, it's bringing back more people back into the market. The only problem is there's still an inventory shortage and things like that. So I think it's going to still be pretty competitive overall. I don't see um, 
that changing too much, right. especially with the Fed kind of saying, you know, now that they paused, you know, increasing uh, Fed funds rate uh, for June, uh, they're saying that they might raise it two more times after that June meeting uh, by the end of this year. So yeah. that gives people an inclination that he's being a little bit dovish in a way that he's not going to end up uh, raising Fed funds rate. So right. that's that's helpful. What's your take on the debt increases? On the what? That's the increase in the debt ceiling. You know, I think that's just going to continue happening as years go by. Everybody has a, you know, a, a concern about it. I think it's a major concern, yeah. but I think at the end of the day, the government's going to keep raising that ceiling until something horrible happens. So when there's all this drama going on with the debt ceiling, I kind of don't even pay attention anymore just because they're probably just going to raise it anyways. Uh, although, you know, when I say I don't have a concern, right, staying up to date with it, obviously right. that's a concern. But at the end of the day, I'm still trying to do my best to uh, have commodities or some type of assets to, you know, keep me afloat in case something really bad happens. So uh, yeah. that's my whole perspective. What about you, though? Yeah, I mean, well, there's there's a lot of or a number of people and experts in, in that space that I have seen have major concerns about it and basically it be the starting point of the u.s no longer becoming the world right and the reserve currency. Right. exactly mm -hmm. exactly so there's there's big concerns there um if if anybody listens to the impact theory um podcast with uh tom, tom bayou He's had a number of guests on that talked about this and with varying, obviously, opinions, one of them being, you know, very devastating. Right. No, it, it could be more positive, but like an Armageddon. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If anybody's interested in that, I would recommend, you know, going to Tom Bayou's and the Impact Theories, you know, either YouTube site or, or podcast and listening to some of those. I think he had Ray Dalio, Peter Schiff, among other people that talked right. about that. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Exactly. You need to have, you know, consider what other currency might be the reserve currency, but, you know, this, the central back uh, digital currency might be a, a thing too. So nobody really knows. And then gold, gold and uh, silver, other commodities that might be good. And then mm -hmm. there's the other experts that say Bitcoin, right? So right. it's hard to say what the, the true case is, but I don't know. Um, I try not to think about that too much. Besides, yeah. I know that in real estate, if you own real estate, there's obviously a shortage right now. Um, you have good tenants that are paying you and paying off your mortgage. That's good. And mm -hmm. eventually you're going to get passive income. So I think that's kind of like the best way to protect yourself. Uh, one of many avenues to do that anyway. So right. uh, real yeah, I estate, I think, is the way to go. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. And I mean, we're, you know, we're not only talking about this and advocating that because we're associated with real estate, but I mean, if you know, and if you yeah. do your due diligence, I'm sure you'll see more or less the same for those that are involved in real estate. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as, so, I mean, I know we started to talk a little bit on the international aspect, right? So one of the other things that I've been looking at is real estate, as we know, for a number of years now in, uh, in Italy, right. Specifically in Rome, right. but over, uh, the past few months, <laughs> I had started looking again and realized you're always looking, dude. You're always I looking know, out I there. I want you to buy something so I can go visit it. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's hard to buy something from afar. Um, so I think what I might 100%. do come, 
come moving time is just uh, go there, move there, rent a place, <clears throat> and then look while I'm there, right? So I could find what I want because I have a pretty good idea of, of what I'm looking for, right? right? So, but anyway, over the past few months, the mortgage interest rates have gone up significantly. So before it was like between one and 2%. Now they've gone up to almost four and a half percent, I think. Wow. Let's, uh, I'll, I'll look up the... So it's it's gone up double is what you're right saying? Um, yeah. Mortgage rates in, in, in a matter of what uh, time period, like a year, two years or what? Uh, I mean, just over the past few months. Wow. Yeah. All of a sudden, and I'm not sure, I haven't had a chance to look into exactly why, but I mean, mm -hmm. they've gotten a new, you know, prime minister who I think we might've mentioned before that people have concerns about because she has ties to like Mussolini and Mussolini's party. Um, but, uh, yeah. but, but, the, but besides that little snippet of, of, you know, what people want to, you know, cause issue with her, Right. What else is there really that's causing an issue with the prime minister? I mean, I think just overall global inflation. Oh, with the prime minister or the interest rates? No, no, because you mentioned the prime minister being uh, tied to, you know, a, a family background with Mussolini. But just because, you know, uh, your past, you know, relative might have been someone horrible or that, especially that person was. Yes. But doesn't mean that this prime minister is going to be similar to to him is what i'm saying oh yeah i mean it, it, not only for that reason but mainly because of the party lines yeah. the ideology right? i thought you liked the prime people minister had, nick people had concerns no that was <laughs> that was berlusconi um, uh that's funny and berlusconi i'm pretty sure he just passed actually um unfortunately so well, let me let me throw something out there though. Let me, let me fact check that. But but just one thing on the interest the mortgage rate. rates though. Why it happened though? It's the, the yeah, reason well, 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 probably just to just to give people a perspective. So what's the perspective? The value from last month, what it's at four point two three percent, right? Change from last month, one point eight nine percent. It's almost two percent. Value from one year ago, three percent. Um. So there's there's been a significant change just over. So the there's past. been a lot of ups. And, so you're saying a year ago was in the three percent, a month ago was a one some percent, and now it's in the four percent. Right. Correct. That's so crazy. Quarter. Yeah, I don't know much about how mortgage rates work in Italy, though. So yeah, I mean, I think just the you know we would have to look more into this, but um, I'm pretty sure the uh, global economy, global inflation. I mean, they've always been right. highly inflated, but I think it's just Globally, it's catching up to uh, to them, but I think that there's also other things that's going on with the EU, right? Um, especially as it relates to climate change and carbon. Well, know. I think what it really is is because like the U.S. is 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 benefiting in a way right now in terms of inflation is coming down to some degree, as we had mentioned earlier. Um, but that's not to say the world economy, uh, the, all these other countries are actually still facing inflation issues. I think the Bank of England even said that uh, the, the the central bank chairperson there, I don't know if it's a woman or a man, but either way, they said they're probably going to keep raising rates to fight inflation. I think probably Italy's facing that same issue right now as well, especially with the uh, immigration situation they have as well. Um, that's all causing inflation in other countries more than here. So that's probably why the mortgage rate has been crazy out in Italy is my imagination of what's probably going on. 
Um, so that's that's too bad. So maybe maybe you should you should probably call a realtor and see what their perspective is in Italy. See when you should probably buy, because I don't know if it's affected home prices out there. Have you noticed? Uh, no, it, it has. Um, I mean, the prices have been increasing, you know, over the past few years, obviously, but right. um, they, I would say over the past year, from where I've been looking in the middle of Rome, I mean, I see at least over the past two, three years, I see a difference of give or take maybe an average of a hundred K. Um, an increase? Increase. Yeah. So things that were like, you know, mid three hundreds before and now mid four hundreds or above. Um, and probably over the past year, maybe, you know, I don't know, I would say maybe a 20%, 10 to 20% increase at the least. Wow. Yeah. So, oh, you know what I was going to say too, the inflation, probably it's the, the situation with the Ukraine war as well. I mean, that's causing a lot yes. of commodities out in Europe to freaking skyrocket. Um, it's not really affecting the U S as much considering many things, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. Because, um, the gas prices there are highly being affected, which affects everything else. Right. 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 Because they're, they're shutting down the, the pipeline supply of, uh, both, mm -hmm. you know, gasoline and, and natural gas. So, right. So it's definitely affects things for sure. Um, I don't know. I, let me see if, are you able to see my screen? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wanted to see if that, that might work, but, uh, but we should, we should do this again. Oh, and then, um, maybe you can talk to a, uh, uh, Italian realtor out there and see, uh, what they might have to tell you about prices out there. Cause that might be a place to escape to, you know, if, especially like you said, if the, the deficit keeps growing and, and all, all things like that, maybe some people may want to go to Italy. I mean, it sounds like you will. Yeah. Something yeah. happened. True. So we should, we should get some ideas on how real estate's affected in Italy per se with what's going on right now. If home prices will probably fall or not. But when I was in um, the Amalfi coast for my honeymoon, I was talking yeah, to the, ask you. Yeah, some of the guys out there, the bartenders and the drivers, and they were telling me that the prices are going up. So I think it's kind of to what you're saying about Rome. Mm -hmm. I mean, everywhere. I mean, see, before COVID, right, not as many people could work remotely. It was harder to actually buy in, buy in places like that and find a stable job, right? Nowadays, everybody's able to more or less work remotely, you know, if you're doing one thing or another, and there's a million different ways to make money online now, start your own online mm -hmm. business, promote business. Right. So that has definitely had an impact on prices and availability there for sure. Because I mean, how many people's dream is it to, Oh, go own a house in Italy. Right. So, right. um, I do know, uh, a, Italian realtor who's been doing this a long time. She actually moved from Australia and she's created a whole, you know, community around this, but, um, her, you know, her business from what I've seen is just, is, is booming. I mean, things just go off the market so quickly now. Right. So, well, a lot of international people are buying their second and third home out there too. Yeah. Right. But it, it doesn't even have to be their second or third home, right? They, right. people could just more easily up and move now than ever, ever before in the history of, you know, humanity, yeah. civilization. Right, really. but, but, but at the same time, there's a lot of, uh, well, not all, but there's a lot of jobs that are requiring people to come into the office now. So it's not like people can work from home. 
all the time. Some, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I would say, I would say, okay, before maybe it was eight, maybe 90%, right, of people and jobs that you can't work remotely. Now, I would say maybe 40%, you know, and there's so many ways to make a living online now. I mean, whether it's right. like, affiliate and digital marketing, creating your own online business, being a coach for this, a mm -hmm. uh, coach for that. Right. I mean, but that, but that's having multiple jobs, not just one job. Like no, you know, no, that's doing that full time. Yeah. But no, no, I get that. But for the overall people in the U S they're not doing that. I mean, yes, there's yeah. a lot, but it's not as it's easier said than done is my point. I, yeah. I mean, anything requires work, but there's so many yeah. more people doing it now. I mean, I know you're not plugged into that space because you know you just focus on your real estate business, right? right? Um, but right. and if, then the other if thing anybody does their due diligence and research, you'll see there's so many. There's a huge population doing this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, but I, I mean, want to see you start doing it though, Nick. Come on. I no, I know, I know. Time. That's that's exactly what I've. Time. That's exactly what I've been working. I actually just started a. An affiliate and digital marketing course. Um, no to way. Is that what's set up? Yeah. So uh -huh. we'll see. My my start creating some additional content on my end. Um, Good. But uh, you know, we'll see. There's there's a lot of pans in the fire that I have. You know, because Varsh and I, so our other friend, uh, mm -hmm. also working on two biotech startups, and one of them is uh, is starting to really ramp up. So hopefully, we'll be rolling on our first pilot client pretty soon um so you know that's also taking uh quite a bit of time outside of my full-time job as well so but we'll see your job here this podcast so they don't i don't want them knowing that you're planning on exiting you know yeah <laughs> make sure they don't watch this <laughs> yeah yeah no 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 exit no exit um that's obviously you know on the side side gig um but uh yeah we'll see how it goes like i said a lot of pans in the fire um, yeah, and I want to. I want to just talk to everyone watching or listening. Um, if you have any questions for us, anything particular you want us to hit up uh, or talk about, please go ahead and leave a comment um, or message us. But primarily, comments are probably the best way to go. We'll we'll interact with you. We've done that in the past with some people. Um, so please do that. Give it a like and subscribe to the Apple Podcast and our YouTube channel. All right, uh, Nick. I think that's a, a wrap for today. Okay. Great. Sounds good. We'll uh, see you on the next one. All right. And hopefully we get Steven here. We got to get him in. He's been yeah. traveling all over the, I think the U S right now with some baseball coaching, but he's also, you know, out there on the field doing contract work as a contractor. So hopefully we can bring him in. All, all right. right. We'll talk to you all soon. Take care. Bye.